Welcome to Healthy by Choice, a broadcast designed to bring powerful healing into your life today. Gaining and maintaining optimum health is possible at any age. That's what thousands are learning at CHIP, the complete health improvement program offered across the country and around the world. You can learn more at chiphealth.com. But now, get ready to enjoy some proven results and priceless benefits. I'm your Healthy by Choice host, Charles Mills. It's always encouraging to see hospitals hopping on to the prevention and wellness bandwagon, especially when they team up with CHIP to bring healing to their communities. Such is the case in Lee County, Florida. Lee Memorial Health System is launching programs to make an incredible and long-lasting difference in the lives of those in the surrounding area and even under their own roof. Here to explain is Dr. Sal Lacanina, Vice President of Health and Wellness. Dr. Sal, welcome to Healthy by Choice. Thank you very much. Let's talk about Lee Memorial down there. You guys are doing some wonderful things, and it all has to do with changing people's perception of health. What are you doing, and how did it all begin? Well, first, thank you for the opportunity to spread our message, if you will. Yes. Our beginning probably started around September of 2010 when we decided as a health system that we would really take responsibility for having all the products and services available for our employees Mm -hmm. to become and to stay healthy. We did our own analysis at that time of the health of our employees and unfortunately found that the health of our employees was really no better than the health of the general population. Mm -hmm. So we knew that we really needed to take a vested interest in this, giving our employees and their families the opportunity to participate in wellness programs that could help them on their journey. You know, what I hear you saying is that the answer to wellness was not necessarily found in the medical field. Am I hearing you say that? Well, I think the answer to wellness is found in the medical field, but I think the way medicine and medical care and healthcare have progressed over the years, we've become a fix-it system instead of a prevention system. Okay, all right. So I think it took some time for people to realize, again, that prevention is the best cure, and that really should have been our focus all along. What did you discover was missing? What was that great elephant in the room, if you would, that was missing even in the halls, the sacred halls of a hospital? Well, I think what's missing are are a number of things. From the healthcare side, we've always been more in tune to taking care of problems, if you will. Uh uh So medical problems arise, and we have all these great ways to treat them and to attempt to get people back to good health. On the patient side, if you will, I think it's really responsibility for living a lifestyle that allows you to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, in this country, we we look for fast fixes. We look for the easy button, if you will, (laughs) and we drive through fast food restaurants instead of taking the proper amount of time to shop for healthy food and prepare a healthy meal. So it's really no one problem. I think it's a combined problem where both parties, if you will, really bring the solution. Let's talk about that solution just for a moment here, Doctor. You are going in a a few days to a conference down there in Naples, Florida, on plant-based nutrition and health care. 
How do those come together? How does plant-based nutrition and healthcare blend in a way that's powerful enough to get your attention and the attention of an entire hospital system? Well, we've been looking for some time at the research on what really is is termed nutrition as medicine, uh-huh. you know, food as medicine. And we've been really investigating the research and looking to see, is there really a link between nutrition and disease or nutrition and health? Mm-hmm. And the evidence is really clear. I mean, there there is just a slew of evidence that shows that when you eat a healthy diet on a regular basis and when you exercise on a regular basis, you live a healthier life with less chronic illness and less cancer. Mm-hmm. So we're really on a quest right now to educate more healthcare providers that this is something that we really should be taking a very hard look at. How is the reception of this? I mean, you're, you're asking people to do some rather large sweeping changes in their lives. Uh, busy people, professional people, skilled people in the healthcare profession, right? They're in your hospital. How is this being accepted there, and are there skeptics? And what do you do for those people who say, no, that's not the way it should be done? One of the ways that I look at it is people sometimes are resistant to change, mm. but when change comes about because of disease, they have no choice but to make some radical alterations in their lives. That's true. That's true. And what I've always preached to my patients since I got out of residency in 93 is that if you continue doing what you're doing now, eventually we will be talking about taking care of your emphysema, your lung cancer, your heart disease, your diabetes, your obesity. And at that point, you have no choice but to pay attention to what we're dealing with at the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Rather than that, we're focusing now on trying to get healthcare providers and patients on the same page so that they make the necessary changes in their lifestyle so that they can avoid all those things. So it's not a question of if you should make these changes. It's a question of when you will make the changes because sooner or later you have to make some changes in your life to either regain health or to maintain health. So you're saying it really is never too late. If someone has made bad choices or or was uninformed about the true avenues of health, if that person even later in life begins to make these changes, are you seeing this in your group there, that the changes can actually have an impact on life even later in life? We know when they're young, yes, but even later in life? Absolutely. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, We just had our commencement and there were individuals in the program this time that had cholesterol numbers that were high enough whereby a lot of other physicians would have straight away put these individuals on medication, on statin medications to lower their cholesterol. Uh In a short nine-week period where they stayed on this lifestyle intervention program with healthy eating and regular exercise, those individuals were able to lower their cholesterol One person lowered their cholesterol up to 67 points, avoiding medication, avoiding the side effects of medication, avoiding the expense of the medication, and it was done naturally in a healthful way. Dr. Sal, that's why you went to medical school. You are looking at the very thing that you were searching for all those years in medical school, all those years in residency, all those years working so hard in the hospital. That's what you're looking for. How's that feel to see that happen? 
Well, it's wonderful. You know, it really is. I mean, we uh, actually heard from a number of individuals last night that described to us in their own words the impact that this program has had on their lives, and not just on things that you can measure like cholesterol levels and blood pressure, uh-huh. but how marriages improved, how their ability to function in life improved, and how these individuals look forward now to waking up in the morning instead of going to sleep at night. And one person actually said this in writing, that she hoped that she wouldn't wake up the next oh. morning because life seemed so bleak to her. Oh, so the program really has created a tremendous amount of hope and enthusiasm for people that they thought they would never have. You know, and yeah. Yeah. at any age, you can really look to regain health and vitality and productivity and become a better family member and a better community member. Now, the program you're talking about, of course, is the Complete Health Improvement Program. Where did you hear about this program, and were you skeptical uh, a little bit when you first heard about it? Well, I'm not sure that I was skeptical. I just started reading about the program. I heard about it through a number of people that have been through the program and some of the facilitators. And I've really always tried to keep an open mind for alternative ways to treat people. Uh So I read a lot about the program, and really in the last three years, I've been educating myself as far as healthy nutrition and preventive medicine and all. So I think if you keep an open mind that there are other ways to treat people and to keep them healthy, you come across many alternatives that patients are tremendously happy with because nobody really wants to take medication. Right. And if there is a, uh, a different way, a better way to do it, they're all for it. Now, Dr. Sal, you, of course, are out of medical school for quite some time. Did you not hear about this, about this type of lifestyle intervention, about this type of eating, about this type of nutrition and the importance of exercise and everything while you were in medical school? No, I can, I can tell you, when I was in, in my, residence, my medical school and residency training, nutrition was not a part of our program. Uh-huh. You know, I can't even re- really remember that we had a lot of training in nutrition. And as the years have gone on, I think they've included more information about healthy eating and preventive medicine in the residency programs. But medicine in the United States has been, as I mentioned before, a fix-it system. Right, right. And that's why hospitals are so busy. We've really not focused as much on the preventive side. And now that things are at a level where they really seem to be so dire, people are asking, is there a better way? Does it make sense to really focus on prevention? And if that's the case, what do we need to do to keep our patients healthy? My. How has this changed you personally, Dr. Sal? Are you a a graduate of this type of thinking as well? Has there been changes in your life because of what you learned along the way trying to help other people to be healthy? Sure, absolutely. I, I fully believe that to be a good healthcare provider, you have to talk the talk and walk the walk, as they say. Yes. And if you really believe in what you're telling other people to do, then you will live that lifestyle yourself. So, yes, in my own family, and I have a, a 25, a 21, and a 5-year-old, uh-huh. we're all learning how to eat healthier, learning how to incorporate more plant-based nutrition into our own lives. My wife and I have done a lot of investigating to see what the quality of the food is today in our society. And we've really come to believe that 
you know, the quality of uh, food in relation to animal products and dairy products is very unhealthy. So we pretty much avoid that in our own home and really try to just teach as many people as we can that this really is a healthier way to be. Well, Dr. Lee, let me ask you, you're working down there in Lee Memorial Health System. Is this a system-wide program, or is this some areas of the hospital system is is catching on to this thing? What exactly is the process you're going through there at Lee Memorial? This is a learning process for so many people in our organization, Uh and I can't say that the whole entire organization is supporting this. We're in a, a learning phase, a learning curve at this point. So I can tell you from my practice and what I'm doing with my patients, I'm wholeheartedly supporting this. And what I'm doing beyond that is trying to educate not only other lay people, but also other physicians and healthcare providers into this way of living. So we're working with our own health system because this is not fully supported by our health system just yet because... We're all just learning about it, sure, sure. but we're really trying to bring as much knowledge and education to everyone involved, both patients and healthcare providers, to ensure that they have the knowledge that they need to make appropriate decisions for themselves, their patients, and their families. Dr. Sell, someone listening to this program would say, okay, I, I want to find a physician or I want to find a health system that supports this idea of using food as medicine and exercise and all of these things and a good attitude and whatnot. How does one find that? Are they listed in the yellow pages? How, how do you find a system and how do you find a doctor who is on this bandwagon saying we need to make some changes in our lifestyle as well as in the medicine itself that we take? That is a great question, and there is not an easy answer. You can look to see if the physician's marketing, if you will, uh, says anything about preventive medicine. Mm. There are a few wellness doctors in Lee County and Collier County that I know about that do use nutrition as medicine, but because this really is a new way of thinking, a lot of physicians still have not gotten on board or they're not really promoting this as the major part of their practice. So what I would tell people that are interested is if you get someone's name that you find out is a good physician, I would call and ask, do you practice preventive medicine? Mm. Do you use alternative medicine, especially food and exercise, as part of your treatment? And if so, I would actually go in for an interview and sit with that physician or healthcare provider and see really what their thoughts are. Uh-huh. If you're of the mindset as a healthcare provider that the first way to treat a patient is to write a prescription for medicine, then that could not be the right person for you. I can't say always. Yes. But certainly people that would say, let's try things the natural way and really design a plan with the patient and the family to improve health through natural means. You know, I I hear you giving some backdoor advice here to the physicians who may be listening to this program who want to use these alternative methods. They need to tell the public that they're doing that because, you know, let's talk here personally. Sometimes physicians are almost hesitant to do this because they're going to be thought of by their colleagues, by other people in the medical profession as, uh, well, you're not exactly on board with all this stuff and and, and you're, you're heading in the wrong direction. But you're saying... 
be proud and be loud. Is that, is that what I hear you say? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for the patient that I mentioned before, yes. I think it's a major success to tell a patient and to work with them and say, we improved your health together as a team without using medications that could be expensive and harmful. Uh-huh. And we did it in a way that created a lifestyle that you can stay with forever. And we know from research that will lower your risk of all of the chronic illnesses, lower your risk of cancers, and give you certainly a longer, a healthier, and more productive life. So, sure, there's a message to patients here. There's a message to physicians. There are tons of books, research articles, numerous ways to educate yourself on this topic. So all you really need to do is be open-minded and be willing to hear the message and then make a decision for yourself. I felt that I was living a healthy lifestyle, but I was starting to uh, have a few problems that I attributed to aging. I did not consider myself obese, but I had gained 40 pounds over a period of about 25 years. My cholesterol was raising, my blood pressure was beginning to creep up, I was on medication, a series of medications for lowering my cholesterol, but the condition that affected my lifestyle the most was the osteoarthritis in my knees. I had very limited mobility and limited range of motion, constant pain, and this was affecting the interaction with my grandchildren. When I first began making changes through the CHIP program, pounds began to melt off right away. Inflammation and other symptoms of my osteoarthritis in my knees just disappeared. I was able to eliminate medication that I was taking for cholesterol. I felt so much better, had so much energy, and I truly believe I was healthier than I was in my 40s. CHIP has given me a second chance for an active life and a long life. I'm really looking forward to being an active part of my grandchildren's lives as they grow, and I've chosen to be healthy for the rest of my life. Are you ready to be healthy for the rest of your life? Visit chiphealth.com to begin your journey. We're talking with Dr. Sal Lacanina, Vice President of Health and Wellness at Lee Memorial Health System in Florida. We also have Kathy Raynard on the line. She is the corporate and community trainer facilitator for CHIP in that area. Kathy, you've been listening to Dr. Sal here as he talked about what's happening in Lee County. CHIP is probably thrilled half to death about what's going on. What did you do to help Dr. Sal along the journey? How did CHIP come in and be of assistance to what he wanted to accomplish there in that area? Well, Dr. Sal and I met several times prior to Lee Memorial adopting the CHIP program, Uh and we discussed the outcomes that we were having with our participants in the community program. I was involved in Food for Life classes in the hospital that are through PCRM. Uh We developed a relationship, and eventually it got to the point where they were ready to let CHIP be a part of their wellness program. But just as a little sideline, every time I went to see Sal, I brought him a little bag full of food. And as he tasted the food, 
it, it, it helped him to realize I was legitimate, and this was something that everybody could do. So you were taking medicine to a doctor. You just... I actually was bringing him a prescription that I recommended every time I saw him. <laughs> Very good. Well, let's talk about some of the success stories you're, you're having there. Some of the employees in Lee County at the hospital system there, Lee Memorial Health System, have become involved. Have you seen some major changes, uh, Kathy, in their lives as a result? There was a graduation just recently, right? Yes, we had a commencement celebration, we call it last night, 50 Lee Memorial employees and a few family members finished the program. We had about 175 people in attendance celebrating with them their success. So what was our average cholesterol drop was 31 points. 31 points, and average weight loss was like 10 pounds. We had some that did much better than that and some that were lean and had less of a weight loss, but uh, it was tear-jerking success as people were given hope and healing for the future. When you come to a hospital system like Lee Memorial, what, Kathy, is your biggest barrier? I mean, you found a way of bringing food to the wellness director. That, that makes a lot of sense. What are some of the barriers that you have found at other systems that you have to overcome, and how do you overcome them? Well, to be very honest, I think one of the things that made a great difference with Lee Memorial is we, as ship leaders, were willing to put our money where our mouth was. Hmm and uh, have skin in the game as to the financing of this program until certain outcomes were achieved. And they flat out said to me, we've never had a consultant come to us and be willing to do anything and forego pay until later. Uh And if you believe that much in your program, we're going to give it a shot and believe in you. And that's exactly what's happened. Now, Dr. Sal, what a good idea. We pay the physician if we get well. Is that a good idea for the medical profession, too? I think it's a phenomenal idea. I really do. You know, our payment structure has been such for years and years where physicians and healthcare providers get paid not depending on the outcome uh, of the patient, but simply upon the visit. And I think that's part of the reason that our healthcare system is so flawed. And I think if we really looked at what they're calling now value-based payments, we would actually have better outcomes because the care and the outcome would be linked. And when you link the outcomes to the payments, I think everyone pays more attention to it. And it's really not just on the, on the physician side. Patients need to be more financially responsible for their health care if they are unwilling to do the tried and true things that will make them better or help them to avoid disease. And we've all experienced patients that are doing all the wrong things and their health insurance continues to pay the bills when they really should be more financially responsible for their health care at that point. I think what a lot of people are questioning here, Dr. Sal, and uh, you can clarify this for us, we think that we are helpless. We think as patients that we have to do exactly what the doctor says or we're not going to get well. And you're saying that may not be the case. Is that what I hear you saying? Well, I think what they need to do is, you know, a physician needs to sit with a patient and make them understand that this is a team approach. Hmm. So everyone really understand what the problems are and what the solutions are. Mm -hmm. And the physician has a certain amount of responsibility to bring the right solutions to the table. The patient has the responsibility to at least try as hard as they can to do as much as they can to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And you know as well as I do, in this society, we often do a lot of the wrong things, despite the fact that the evidence shows 
that cigarette smoking is bad for us, that mm-hmm. eating high-fat foods are bad for us, you know, so on and so forth. So this becomes a combined responsibility between the healthcare providers and the patients. Now that you know what you know, Dr. Sal Lacanina, and you are there at Lee Memorial Health System, what are some of the ways that you are going to incorporate what you know into the employees' lives there, as well as using the CHIP program, and into the community? What's going to happen next? Well, I have a team of people that, that I work with, both internally and externally, because we're on this wellness journey for our own organization, for our own employees, but we are also out there in the community helping other corporations to do exactly the same thing. And we've had a number of companies come to us that are self-insured, and they are looking for ways to lower their health care costs to get their employees healthier. So our approach really is the same both internally and externally. We want to bring these solutions to the community as best we can. We actually have a healthcare summit coming up in March with about 80 corporations from what's called the Horizon Council, mm-hmm. where they will be learning how to bring wellness programs to their companies so that they can offer the solutions to their employees for all the benefits that we've already mentioned. Well, this is exciting, and I'm just so happy that so many exciting things are happening down there in Fort Myers, Florida. And I really am excited for the people in that area because they're going to learn some good things. Would you recommend CHIP? I think you would, but I don't want to turn this into an advertisement. Would, Would you recommend CHIP? Is this a program that you can use to do what you're trying to do in Florida? Yes, absolutely I would. You know, we have 80 people in the program right now. We're bringing both our clinical and financial results to our health plan in December, Uh and our early readings have been very good, both on the clinical side and the financial side, so we will be asking our health plan again to support at least another 50 people in the program, and we really do believe that this is a way of living that we will be promoting to our patients, to the community, to our own family members, and We think this is just the start of a major revolution for us. Wow, and there is no witness like a healthy witness. When someone goes to the program, an employee there, or someone in the community goes to the program, and they become healthy, they're going to tell everybody about it, don't you think? Absolutely. (laughs) I I can assure you, the people that were at our program last night, not only the participants, but also the hundred or so guests that they brought, We'll be telling a number of people about the program because this is a great way to live, and we want to spread this word as much as we can. Fantastic. And Kathy, how do people get a hold of you if they want to know about CHIP in their community or in their corporation? What's the contact information for CHIP? All right. The contact information for the national CHIP is Uh chiphealth.com, which is very simple and gives them lots of information about the program. My personal information is kathy.raynert at chiphealth.com. All right, spell that last name for us, Raynert. Last name is spelled R-E-Y-N-A-E-R-T. All right, Kathy Raynert at chiphealth.com. 
All right. I appreciate that. Dr. Sal Lacanina, Vice President of Health and Wellness at uh, Lee Memorial Health System, and Kathy as Corporate and Community Trainer, Facilitator for CHIP. Thank you for being with us today and sharing your words of wisdom. I'm excited about what I've heard. Thank you so much, guys. It's been our pleasure. Thank you so much. And until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Sal Lacanina and Kathy Raynert inviting you to be healthy by choice. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about Healthy by Choice, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651. You can also email us through our website at 3abn.org.